sheet about the things that I think are the coolest about Dora the Garden of Chairs. What are they? Can you tell me right now? Well, it's too late now. Tell me now. So my tiebreakers, I have four tiebreakers, or four, what do you call them? Bonus points. Four bonus points. Don't tell me what they are. I'm not going to tell you what they are. I'm just telling you that they're not tied to, like, a uniqueness or whatever, because they're all just sort of, like, Arbitrary. you can kind of give them to anything, you know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're sort of just whatever. They're just things that I think it would be cool if you had as part of your character, and that are kind of... Strip like not obvious. I, I feel like that's kind of how those bonus points are supposed to work. Yeah, just, just fun. Just toss a few stuff. in there, and if you get them, you get them. Yeah. Exactly. That's. I mean, you guys got one of mine. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Makes sense. All right. Okay. Uh, everyone, turn your phone off. Vibrate. No vibrating. Yep. Mine's off. Of vibrations. Mine doesn't make any vibrations. Hi, Maggie. Hey, Maggie. Hi, beautiful. I love you. Hey, Maggie. I'm not recording yet. <laughs> if we were, that would have been pretty fucked up. Oh, we are. We are recording. Oh, fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How long has that been going? I don't know. A few minutes. Who knows? Minutes? We'll never know. Two minutes. We'll never know. <laughs> I'll close the door, boys, now. All right. So, um, here we are today. Back for episode... Five. Yeah, yeah, five. I'm on top of it. I'm on top of it. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, episode five. We got a great episode for you today. We're going to cover some news. Gen Con was this weekend, so that'll be fun to cover real fast. What's Gen Con? Uh, it's like a board game, tabletop gaming convention. Um, um, it happens like Indianapolis or something like that. Does, is Gen sort for something? It probably is. Um, if you want to look it up for it, us, I'm Eric, looking it up because I need to know. Love for that to happen. I need to know. <laughs> okay. What do, we got? what do we got over there? Geneva Convention? No, that cannot be right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gen Con's name is a derivation of Geneva Convention due to the convention's origins in Lake Geneva. It's also a play on words as the Geneva Convention is, you know, yada yada, very important thing. Literally, that's what it is. That is very strange. Uh, yeah. Okay, so hopefully go. Google didn't lie to us. Uh. It seems pretty credible. <laughs> it's guess. like a couple, yeah. Uh, so, we got, so we got that going on. A little Geneva Convention con. Um, and cool news? Yeah, I mean, kind of. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, but before that, we also just, you know, we'll have uh, Thor. Or not Thor. Thor's last week. Yeah. And we have Gore today. Um, and I think a little fun thing we're going to do is, if we get to the battles over in this thing, is have Gore fight Thor and Loki. Um, just kind yeah. of... So, yeah, we uh, leveled him up to 20, so it's pretty high level, so that'll be... That'll uh, be a true test of character. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you were going there. <laughs> That'll be good, too, because um, we'll be able to coordinate it easier, because we don't need a fourth person to join yeah. us. <laughs> we can just do yeah, it whenever we want. Coordinating yeah. those first, uh, that first battle is a little rough, because we'll we need, we'll we need that DM to somehow line up his schedule with us, too. Um, all right. So, uh, anything you guys got to do or say before uh, we get into the news here? I'm excited to be here. Wow. Wow. Excited Crazy. and happy to be here. Excited, uh, excited and happy to be here. All right. News time. <laughs> Tabletop RPG News. Um, Gen Con, as I said, it's really all the news I'm going to talk about. Is, um, are you looking at my notes over here? No, I can't really read that. You need some glasses? You bad eyes. Yeah, we need some glasses. <laughs> Don't yeah. you wear contacts? Yes! <laughs> yes! You need these I eyes. do! You need to go your yearly eye check, then. I got them checked fairly recently. <laughs> so. Alright, well, back to our Gen Con news. <laughs> <laughs> Since Eric can't see, I'll go ahead and read it out myself. Um, the first big thing was Warhammer 40k announced a TT uh, tabletop RPG. Um, it's called 
Imperium Maledictum. It's a D100 system. Imperium And Maledictum. it looks like it's going to focus much more on, like, you're a commoner in the, like, Imperium. And you're going about and, like, trying to, like, kind of, like, uh, root out corruption. And you're, like, a police force, but you're, like, commoner kind of person. So it's, like, heavy roleplay, not a lot of combat, because, like, any of the big dogs would just slap you up in combat kind of thing. Which seems kind of cool that they're doing something, like, super roleplay yeah. heavy. Yeah, that seems cool. I might have to check that out. I don't know much about the 40k lore. It's but... absolutely bonkers. <laughs> like, just insane bonkers. Like, the Imperium... Is um, able to travel the space cosmos because their god emperor has been strapped to a machine that's keeping him alive forever, and they use his like psychic energy to pinpoint its points in space. God emperor of doom, kind of. It's like <laughs> it's crazier. He's like hundreds crazier. of years old. It's it's nuts. It's it's super. Weird. And they have to sacrifice like thousands or th- like of people every single day just to keep powering his like mind powers. So they can travel through space, and if he ever dies, they're just like. Their entire empire is just destroyed because they can't travel anywhere anymore. It's pretty metal. It's really fucking crazy. <laughs> um, uh, did you guys ever play any 40k or Warhammer? We played a bunch of Warhammer, the original, with the yeah. armies and mini- minis. and, and uh, We never did 40k, though. Uh, yeah, so I played both back in the day. I went to the games workshops and played and oh, did yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, painted. You were that kind of. <laughs> I had a I had a board. My mom out of a twin bed, like a twin bed, like one of those Your wooden mom ones where the did it for you. Okay, where you know where a mattress <laughs> where a mattress would sit directly into like a wooden bed frame. Yeah, sure. Um, it's uh, but one that's solid is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, in our basement, she made like a whole super awesome like game board with all these movable pieces and Ooh, like a what? lake like made out of melted plastic and stuff it was oh, wow. so I'm gonna cool. ask her about her Warhammer days she knew nothing about wow. Warhammer but she was super creative and uh yeah and so it was awesome she I had a army of the green green space marines I can't remember their name they're like <laughs> Space Angels or something. Oh. Something uh, like that. Yeah. There's an angel in there. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of factors. But I played Warhammer and Warhammer 40k a bit, as much as, With like, a mom. 10-year-old can comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not you and your mom, mom played. With Brady Warhammer. and Michael and Richie. <laughs> oh, Michael, those friends of yours. Yeah, your friends. Uh, cousin? No, no, no. All my friends. When I, I only played when I lived in Michigan. And there yeah. was one in the mall, like, 10 minutes away. Yeah, yeah. We played as well, but, like, we made Made our own stuff. Our mom was into as craft friendly and cool <laughs> yeah. as yours. We had like we were just like every styrofoam piece that ever came in the mail for any packaging. We're like that's a new building. Pulling that off the board and putting it down. So yeah, we did a lot of self crafting for that stuff. It was fun though. That was Great. awesome. I I I feel like those guys make everything. They everything they do is so well done. Yes. That if they're making a TTRPG, it'll be cool. It'll so be cool. what? Is They've made a, one before, but this is the new one. Oh, no. Yeah. The one they made before is apparently like very battle-heavy and like super hot combat-heavy, and it's like kind of mixed reviews received, hmm. is what I've read. Okay, well, maybe, yeah. So what is a D100 system? Oh, God. <laughs> and the news drags on again. Uh, I don't know. Um, that'd be hard to, like, I'm assuming instead of a D20 as your main dice, you use a D100 as your main dice. Like in Savage Worlds, it's not a D20 system, it's more of like a D6 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So every roll is out of, it's like a percentage. It's out of 100. It seems that way, yeah. Like, not every rule, but a lot of the rules will be. If you're better than 50%, you get something. I have, like a, I have a feeling because of the... Maybe. I have a feeling because like of... that in there. Well, I have a feeling because of the, like, roleplay-heavy aspect of it, it's almost like gives this huge range of good to bad 
the scale, you know? I was going to say, like, the only reason to use a D100 is if you need more than 20 options, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So that really means that you're, like, really utilizing the breaks of five or something, mm-hmm. or even every number to, yeah. like, have an outcome, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe we'll look more into it at some point and get back to you. Yes. Maybe we'll play at some point. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, next piece of news um, is the One Ring um, tabletop system, RPG system, is coming to... Um, it's coming to 5e. It's getting 5e conversion. Um, it's the second edition of their system, and uh, they announced the 5e conversion in Gen Con. So that should be interesting. Lord of the Rings fantasy setting coming to 5e. That's um, cool. Like officially published officially, through officially. Wizards of the Coast. Um, I don't know if it's through Wizards of the Coast, but in collaboration, it was from, like free play or something. I can't oh, okay. remember exactly who made it. Um, and this is their second edition of they call it the One Rings is the, is the game system. But they've announced they're doing a 5e. Conversion. For that me. is awesome. I would play. I would love to play that. Insane. Oh, and at Gen Con they announced a ton of minis for it as well. Ton of minis. Oh, like nice. official official minis. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That'll be. Those yeah. will be some cool. Minis. Could be cool if you ever feel like you know these minis are expensive, but you know. <laughs> the weird thing expensive. about all tabletop stuff for me is like I hear so much about it and it all sounds so cool and I'm like. But where do I... Where's the time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It's so hard to play. Like, I mean, multiple systems, multiple campaigns. Even to play multiple campaigns within just 5e, you know, it takes so much time. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Trust, trust me, we played two systems. We, like, tried to play a third at one time. We tried the Fate system and just, like, I know. We, just, we abandoned yeah. it, kind of. Like, if it's, if it's not better than two we're already playing, it's hard to include it. Dumb. Like, I loved Pathfinder, and I've never even played Pathfinder 2.0. No. And it seems like the most obvious thing in the world to try. For Same. Them, for me, you know? too. Yeah. And I think it's because 5e is easy to get. I don't even know there was a 2.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. They did, a lot, they did a lot of stuff in Pathfinder. Like the Unhinged, or I can't remember they called it. Like a big monster thing they did. Become they did monster. Yeah. It was like Ravage or Raw or something. I don't know. I can't remember what it was called. It was like a monster monster thing. They did a bunch of stuff in Pathfinder that we haven't looked into because we're you know busy. <laughs> um, I guess the other thing that I really pulled... Oh, there was two more things. Pulled off. Is because um, it's a board game convention mm. and it's a tabletop RPG thing. Critical Role announced a clue board game for Critical Role theme. <laughs> uh, what? It's clue? Like, it's like Critical Role characters and they're like detectives. It's true. Hell yeah. Same. Yeah. Clue's awesome. So uh, it's yeah. Just, a, <laughs> yeah. Just, a, just a Critical Role skin yeah. on the clue game. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. It's like one of the 8 billion monopolies. They probably made yeah. 8 billion clues too. Yeah, they, know there's probably yeah. 8 clues. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, also, I guess another piece of news is um, Spelljammer books have been found in the wild, and, <laughs> oh, and Table of Contents oh. pictures have been posted. Uh, have you guys looked through the Table of Contents pictures No. <laughs> no. Let me and see. And also, it's like four days away. <laughs> yeah, it comes out like, it comes yeah. out very soon. I want to see the Table of so, Contents, the TOC. <laughs> yeah, the, the, unfortunately, the two words I really want to look at, like the yeah, Monster Manual. Yeah, give us a highlight. Give us some highlights. Well, I mean, I mean, this is the Monster Manual, and it's kind of blurry. It's got like plasmoids, a couple different plasmoids. They got a Neogi Pirate, which are those like little like... Yogi's are like on walk walking all four and they're kind of like long. Noki's pirate? No, not Noki pirate. Some pasta pirate? <laughs> not, not pasta. Could be pasta pirate. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> um, uh, what is it? it? Looks like a megapede? Whatever that is. Space eels? Megapede. So they actually showed us a couple of Wait, them. Wait, so those are those are just uh, different monsters. That they're That's the monster manual there. version. There's three books. There's oh I know there's the uh, I don't booze. know anything literally never know anything. <laughs> there's booze astral menagerie 
It's like a whole. They're like releasing like a whole system. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like five e point one. Yeah, point two or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, they got light of a looks like Zarxis. Zarxis. And exactly how to say there's lots of X's, Y's, and X's. Yeah. So. But it looks like a private adventure path, um, it seems. Um, and then uh, Astral's Adventure Guide, which is probably going to be like the classes and yeah. the rules and stuff. Which like. is so cool. It's literally a, a whole monster manual, an adventure path, and then like an entire source slash rule book. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. There's new magic, there's new spells, new magical items. Ooh, there's new spells. Uh, really excited there's about There's new it. backgrounds, there's new races. Can't so. wait for uh, our friend. Evan Bates to yeah. run his campaign. I know. Yeah. 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 Space Galleons, they have all these, like, they have ships. There's like, <laughs> like, I would say a third of this table of contents is ships. So, looks pretty cool. Ooh. God, and I hope we figure out how to enjoy <laughs> ship combat. <laughs> I was too. already super excited for Spell Jammer. I didn't know that that much. Now yeah. I'm really um, they also um, sh- showed a kind of preview of some animals or some monsters from it. So, right here. They got us uh, with scavers, which are just kind of like fish, space fish things. Space fish. <laughs> kind of like space sharks almost. Can you fish for them? I don't know. Then we got space eels, which also look a little like space sharks, but I yep. guess they're an eel. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then space hamsters. Space. <laughs> space hamsters, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, I think one of the special All edition right. like front artworks for the book is a space hamster on it, so they're really they're pretty popular. They're pushing the hamster. <laughs> It reminds me of, I know it wasn't hamsters, but that Quiznos commercial from Those were like road a million years ago. <laughs> well, there's the famous hamster from the video game. Mass Effect. No. The space hamster. <laughs> the hamster getting your space. No, no, no. From before that, from the Baldur's Gate, I think it was. Anyway, there's like a hamster that's along for the ride of like one of those real famous video games. Uh, And that, because that's that's a a 5e based system, I think like people have always kind of had an affinity for hamsters in D and D. Okay, or maybe it came from before that, and now I don't know. I always think of Mass Effect because you need that hamster. Maybe Gary Gygax loved hamsters. That could be true. I bet he did. He seems like a hamster guy. You know, yeah, good guy. <laughs> okay, um, and then we got space mollymocks, which I didn't know was a, a bird. It looks like mock? a seagull. It's literally just a seagull. It's a seagull. <laughs> yeah. So we got space seagulls, which it really just seems like they're taking it's all the things that exist and slapping the word space on the front. Well, it's now, like yeah. it's, 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 it's literally just oh, sailing in space. Yeah, and you go from uh, yeah. planet to planet instead of island to island. I mean, whenever I think of sailing, I think of hamsters, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only out of theme one. <laughs> And then space swine. Space swine. So also pigs with wings. The- <laughs> I think it really lends itself to like zany, you know, lighthearted, not taking themselves too seriously type adventures. I think it's going to be very much like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, which would be awesome. Yeah. Bright colors, crazy ideas, yeah. fun over the topness. Exactly. And- All right. And that's about it. I think that's it for the news, unless you guys have anything you wanted to uh, slap on the end of here. No news for me, but I didn't bring I'm a little bit of news, you know, just in case um, I miss out today, in case I didn't do my job. Um, no news for me, my guy. Mm-hmm. I think I ha- no no news. <laughs> wow. No news. All right. Well, hey, no hey that's a good thing. Good, good thing I brought a little bit. You know, I'm excited <laughs> though. I brought a lot of stuff about gore. Ooh, yeah. You said you're doing some gore, gore research. Speaking of crazy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Hold on one second. Are you, is this going into gore? Yeah. Okay. 
discuss today's character. What are you guys' thoughts on Gore the God Butcher? I know Eric knows nothing, may have done research for this character, and Kyle right. knew nothing, but definitely did so let, me, let me speak on this Gore a little bit. God so I, was, I read up a lot on Gore, and um, you were just talking about how Warhammer lore is crazy. Yeah. Marvel lore is ridiculous. Uh, this might tell you to read. This dude's like traveling through time, killing god babies, like, and then going forward in time, making bombs That's that it. kill all of the god gods. Bomb. God, oh no, you know about the you there's know about so the god bomb. much. There's so much in it. What I liked about it that I thought was really cool, and I thought it was really fitting to be within like the Thor comics, is that. I don't. I haven't read the other comics either, so yeah. I don't know. But to me, it had this real mythological feel to it. Like they weren't really that worried about explaining how all of this stuff works and time travel and all that. They're more just. It's like telling these really mythological stories, um, and I thought that was really cool, a really interesting and appropriate framework to use for the Thor comics. And that's I, I really enjoyed reading about Thor. Yeah, it's one of the cool things about the Thor stuff is. Since it's magic, you can just kind of <laughs> skip the explanation. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's like space magic. Just you're done. That's the end of explaining that stuff. So you can just go into the storytelling and not yeah. be stuck with this exposition explanation stuff. Also, which is nice about Marvel Comics, because they've been doing this for so long, that at some point in the past, they already explained how they did time travel, time travel at one or two or three times. We don't have to do that again. If you know, you know if you've been reading, you're, you're caught up on how time travel works. Let's just move forward. You know? so, yeah. yeah. All of that. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me that they use a much simpler version of Gore and of the All Black, of the <laughs> yeah. Necrosword, not even the All Black Necrosword, yeah. just called the Necrosword in the, the Thor movie. Mm-hmm. I did like some aspects of the comic parts of Thor, or of Gore, and his story, and especially the Necrosword, more than I liked in the, uh, in the movie. Like, he really had the aspect of a, God killer yes. in the movie. I didn't get that as much. No. Yeah. He's just sort they of another really... generic bad guy. Yeah. yeah, they would have had to explain the sword, which would have yeah. taken I, a lot. I, I kind of still like the way they do his like, little origin thing. I almost wish they had... Well, the origin's very almost, almost the same. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, what I, didn't, almost, what I didn't yeah. understand about Gore from the movie was that he has a symbiote. Well, you're not allowed to understand it because they don't own Sony, remember? Uh-huh. That's the whole thing. Oh. Yeah. yeah. They can't use so Sony owns symbiotes, it makes, apparently. It makes the sword make a lot more... It makes uh-huh. everything make more sense. Uh-huh. Yes, it does. My favorite part about Gore is all his nicknames. Oh, wow. Can you read them for us? Because I don't know them all. All Black, the yeah. Necroverse. That's also the name of the symbiote, All Black... But all black, ne- all black Necrosword is well, yeah. really, it's the all black, and the all black sometimes take the form of yeah. the Necrosword. Yeah. The Black Butcher, yeah. the Butcher of Gods, the Cloud Stalker, God of God Butchers. There it is. <laughs> See, Gore. Gore was around for like eight minutes. He didn't even time to get yeah. enough, uh, any nicknames yeah. in, the, in the Marvel universe <laughs> or in the cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. So that's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm excited to, to do this guy because he stretches along so much of the like timeline of the Marvel Universe. And they can't use Null, which is who created the Necroswords, and we can't use that. Can't oh, Null thing. created the Necroswords. Yes, Null is the god of the symbiotes. 
Okay. Um, and he was created directly from the void. Yeah. As was the necro. He kind of created the <laughs> necro sword out of his own essence and the void itself. Gotcha. He's like one of the prim- like one of the original gods. Carlson's doing his research. Look at him go. Dolores. Very cool. That's very cool. When I tell you to read Marvel comics, I'm not I'm not pulling on you. Yeah. Yeah. All black. The necroverse. If you remember the head, if you if you remember nowhere from Guardians of the Galaxy movies, yeah. you know the head of the city of the Gunside. It's the head of a celestial that was cut off from the celestial with by Null with the necrosword. Nice. He severed the head. Nice. Do you guys want to know the coolest thing that I learned researching gore, and Ooh. something that I would have loved to know? Sure. Because I've been running a six-year-ish long multiple campaign campaign about killing gods, <laughs> is that there's a word for that. It's called deicide. And there's <laughs> oh, literally a word, and they sense. use it in a lot of the descriptions of talking about gore. My favorite phrase was his deicidal crusade. Ooh, that's a good one. I was like, yeah. Deicide. That just sounds fun. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I'll toss that around some more. That's a word I've never used before today. Yeah. Deicide. Long time. <laughs> All right, um, so I think that's uh, good enough for, you know, just review the character. You want to give us some trivia so we can choose who goes first here? Yes, I would love to give you trivia. That you prepared Oh, yep, that I've totally prepared. (laughs) Um, Give me a a category. Ooh, category, Batman. Batman trivia. There's the mask. Um, What is my favorite Batman game? Uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. It is. The rest Better are great in their iterations, but that first one was just so. Yeah, I'm cool a city. I'm a city I man, like city but, more. Yeah. yeah, no, awesome. <laughs> it was just kind of like it was like more of an expansion pack. Yeah, yeah. it's like the same. It's great. Yeah. yeah, listen, I'm not hating. They're awesome. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I have a special place in my heart. For They're about to come out with another one of those games called Arkham Knights or something. Cool. And it's about not Batman, so it'll be interesting. All right. Well, Carl got it. Carl, do you want to go first or second? I. I'm going to go first. He's going to go first. No, no, Eric's no, going to go first. No, he's changed his <laughs> mind. <laughs> All right, I've got my notepad here. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm first. Present your character build. Okay, and before you start Eric's timer, I just wanted to say that I also have four bonus things. Okay. If you land into them, I'll tell you right away. Okay. Um, And, and then you'll know. And they're, okay. they're pretty... And they're not, like, associated with any of the category. They're just random bonus stuff. Yeah, they're more, like, just all sort of trueness to character. Mm-hmm. They could slot into some stuff, but... Yeah, Just okay. four bonus points that you get. God. That you can can get if you hit these things. Oh, my God, I forgot to look at magic items. Whoops. <laughs> you don't have any items? I don't have any magical items. Magical items? No. I got one sword that I thought Ooh. <laughs> What is his sword? Yeah, Surely I don't want... I just have a long sword. I got some ridiculous... I got some ridiculous... I got I got ten minutes. It's like the most important part. I got ten minutes. He's literally just a dude without a sword. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'll get to. I'll do it in my character. Okay. I was gonna okay. make a plasmoid at one point because I was gonna make the sword instead of gore, but you know, they're not out yet. So yeah. Okay, All right. So my stipulation was I had to do druid. So my character Gore is fourteen druid, and that's dru- mm-hmm. shepherd. Went deep into for- druid. I love shepherd that. druid fourteen. Five Barbarian, Totem of the Bear, and one Cleric, Life Cleric. 
Uh, so the basic character I am is I'm extremely tanky through yeah, uh, barbarian. barbarian. So sad. Yeah, yeah, bear totem barbarian, pretty much. And then the, when people say that's the only totem anyone goes, so that's pretty real. And then I summon a bunch of creatures and can heal them. Uh, and then from cleric, it's a little bit more of a story thing. Uh, okay. Since I was once, just one level, since I was once a worshiper of gods, I still kind of hold on to that, but now I'm uh, worshiping mortal life, basically the god that I became um, by killing gods. Interesting. So that's why I'm alive. My race is Simic Hybrid, uh, which... The Simic Hybrid takes on different aspects of animals, but... In gore flavor, it's more that my symbiote sort of shifts my features and appearance, and that gives me one AC and help with grappling. Okay. Okay. Uh, my stats are plus six strength, plus five dex, plus five con, which I'll explain that later. We'll get Once to that. Once again, Eric, Eric really <laughs> taking some liberty with the stat yeah, block like, here. Minus one <laughs> inch. Hey, we're going to get to it, my guy. (laughs) Minus one int, plus one wisdom, minus one charisma. I have 22 AC and 215 HP, uh, and that's through fixed HP. Yeah. A couple cool things about me. Uh, One of my spells is Regenerate, and my 14th level druid feature is Faithful Summons, which summons four CR2 creatures when I go down. So that just kind of explains Gore's encounter with Thor when Thor cut off his arm, thought he was dead, and sort of left. What happened was he cut off my arm, my creatures appeared, and seeing me bleeding out and the four creatures protecting me, he dipped out. And then later... Wait, did you say that something gave you the ability to regenerate? Yes, I have the regenerate spell. Okay, And nice. so, in my version of The regenerate of four, spell. Yeah. Nice. You I get have... a bonus point. No! <laughs> Not just for being able to heal. If you have any hot, like, regenerate or uh, heal over time, because one of the specific things about the Necro Sword is that it it, it has the regenerative property. You regenerate. So, and that's how and I have two uh, hands, because I use a two-handed weapon. The other cool thing about me is I have two really cool items, Black Razor and Storm Girdle. Black Razor is a legendary sword. And it's all black, kind of like the sword, all black. Uh, and it's like the Necro Sword because it has an ability that allows me to devour souls. When I kill a creature, I devour its soul with it. Oh. And it gives me temporary hit points equal to that creature's total hit points. Also, oh, yeah. when you oh, have... Is that the sword you got? Yeah. yeah. That's your magical weapon? What was it called? Black Razor. Okay. Uh, and I was like, oh, I haven't added a sword yet. When no, I, sure I, did a gra- I already added, making sure we didn't get When I have that temp HP, I get advantage on all attack rolls, saving throws, and ability checks, which will come into effect wow, later. What, how much temp HP is it? It's the amount of HP that the creature you kill with it has. <laughs> uh, and then I also. Wait, it's ha- total HP or the amount it had when you like did the final Total blow? HP, yeah. 
Alright, Storm, moving on, moving on. Storm Girdle. I have Storm Girdle. Sorry, I won't count things like that too hard into combat effectiveness. That's, Which, you know, that's the item, but it's cool thematically. Well, I mean, it's exactly what Necrosword is. He has its devourer's soul. I agree. That's awesome. Storm Girdle, which is where I get my uh, strength. It bumps up my strength to twenty-three, and. So you might ask, where would I get this storm girdle artifact? Well, I got it from Perun, the god of storms, thunder, and lightning. Uh Which god? No, it's specifically a god that he kills in the comics. There's only like. 20 of them that he kills in the comics. Uh, and Perun was known for hand-to-hand combat and superhuman strength, so it makes sense that I this like would it. give you strength. Also, uh, you can use an action to turn yourself into an avatar of uh, lightning, which makes you immune to thunder and lightning damage, which I thought might be helpful in the battle. Uh, so in the combat scenario we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, uh, a typical turn on my combat. On my first turn, I rage as a bonus action and cast one of three things, either conjure animals, conjure minor elementals, or conjure woodland beings. And I can't stress enough, the best thing about this build is if you are if you know what you're fighting and you can prepare for it, you can make a combination with your summonings that will just wreck the fight. It's like ridiculous how many things you can do between these three. I completely believe it. And uh, fitting the character because he's always hunting things down, so he knows what he's going to fight. Yes. So for one example... If I can use, I use Condor Beast at 7th level, I can summon 24 Constrictor Snake. Uh, (laughs) and. But hold on. What? No. From my, uh, from my Spirit of the Bear totem that I get as Shepherd, they get. Twenty-three. Each of them get twenty-three more additional HP, and so that would be twenty-four Constrictor Snakes that have thirty-four something HP, and they all have an attack that has a chance, or that automatically grapples whoever they hit. So with twenty-four, even if they have really good AC, even if they're gods, like you're gonna get hit eventually. Yeah. So those Constrictor Snakes are. Some other examples. Some other examples of (laughs) things I can summon. Uh, Twenty-four pixies. They all have polymorph. You might. Oh, pixies can fly. You you might get that off with twenty-four time. Uh, Quickling or six quicklings, which are super hard to hit and do decent damage. Twelve elementals, uh, which can all cast heat metal. And they can also summon copies of themselves. Hey, okay. Oh yeah, also, all of these creatures regain 7 HP at the end of every round, and all attacks are magical damage for the purpose of overcoming... And I mean, I can't stress enough in the comics how significant the ability to have these things is. Yeah, and these would... what he does. These and would and all be described yeah. as being as strong as gods. Yeah, many they gods, would look like, like they stole them. They would look yeah. like them too, the black berserkers. Yeah, yeah. black berserkers, uh, exactly. And then after that setup, you know, I would basically just go around healing my creatures and attacking. Uh, 
My heals get a plus two from Life Cleric, which is actually really good since they all have relatively low HP. Mm -hmm. I can cast Mass Cure Wounds, Healing Word, so I can heal like multiple. Yeah. Healing Word, Cure Wounds. And then I also have, you know, two attacks as a Barbarian with plus 15 attack and mm -hmm. pretty good damage. So I, I myself, you know, not to be trifled with. Mm -hmm. 22 AC also, which is insane. So the, my little, what I, what would I do, Esgore, is how would I find and kill a god? Ah, yes. <clears throat> well then. So first I would use my background feature, Faceless, which makes it so I oh, take on the persona. Oh, no, no, that's a different one. That's the second one I was going to do. I I'd take on a persona of another person, and so you like disguise yourself, and everybody sees you as that person. Mm -hmm. And then I would do research. I'm proficient in... Religion, persuasion, deception, and uh, the other one. Ah, that other skill. Of course, the one I thought Intimidation. That one. Intimidation, yeah. Sorry, I lost my spot. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, and so, you know, I would go around asking people, making them make make them give me information. I can plane shift if I find out they're on a different plane. I can. I have a million ways to travel. I have find the path. Uh, commune with nature, treeside, travel through via plants. Can also use wild shape, which I would like very rarely use as a druid. Uh, and then most importantly, I can set up. I know what god I'm fighting. I can set up my summons to be good against that, like elementals that are immune to mm -hmm. a type they might use or a particular condition that they inflict. That's really good. Yeah. You're in bonus time right now, so get your last facts out. Uh, <laughs> uh, last facts. My legendary actions <laughs> are teleport, paralyzing touch, and cast a spell. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lovely. Very well done. Um, let me talk about a couple things about your build real quick, and then we'll go on to Carl. Mm -hmm. So, let me just ask to see if you got any of these bonus points. You also, get Plane Shift, you said, is one of your spells. Yeah. Get a bonus point for that. He has to be able to go to the Shadow Realm. It's one of the main things he's able to do. Okay. I don't know if Plane Shift is the only way, but sure. No, 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 no. Plane oh. shift is a way. Okay, cool. No, if you can get there another way, totally cool. I got you. Plane shift works. Uh, regenerate. I have a lot of the any hots so or anything that you can do. Those one, are bonus points. One thing I noticed that I think he didn't do. Yeah, uh, he has no legendary actions that he talked about. He did. He said it right at the end. Oh, right at the end. I didn't have time to go into them, but I said what they were. There. Oh, I thought you were teleport, describing more features of your character. Cast your a spell and paralyzing shot. So did you do cast a spell? Costs three. Because that's the only... I could only almost always find cast spells costing three. Yeah. yeah. That's so expensive. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, so, um, just to get into a little bit more. You have Black Razor, right? Yeah. Is Black Razor in any way parasitic, cursed, or sentient? It's sentient. Okay, sentient. Boom, you get a bonus point for that. Um, <laughs> Not changing my sort of promise. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, I... I I liked another aspect, which you might get a bonus point. was the other So, yeah, one. so far you have three bonus points. You might get a fourth, but if Carl does it a way I like better, like, you're just, you're almost there, but if Carl does it a way I like better, I'll give him a point and not you one. So we okay. can get into that when we get to Carl. Right. Um, loved your, loved your gore. Um, I think having a destructive, insane sword is really important. That's it eats gods is obviously awesome. Mm -hmm. Eats souls. Oh, I forgot mm -hmm. one thing. I we'll get into it. I, my, my I can proc I like my it. temporary hit points by killing one of the my own creatures that I summon. Oh, that's fat too. Yeah. 
Kill a PC, get a bunch of points. Before, yeah. oh, well. before yeah. I cast the totem on him, that gives him extra HP, and, you know, it only has, like, 15 HP, I'll probably kill it. Once. Sounds like more overtime for you here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little overtime. All right, let's get Carlo going. <laughs> All right, so my gore, my gore the god butcher is, um, he is level breakdown. Hold on. He is 17 warlock, Ooh, three cleric. Um, I went cleric okay. first. Um, I went war cleric for cleric and yeah. hexblade for warlock. My background was the haunted one. And uh, the feature is Heart of Darkness. Those who look into your eyes can see that you have a face, un- you face unimaginable horror and that you are no stranger to darkness. Uh-huh. Though they may fear you, commoners will sometimes extend courtesies because they're scared of you to help you out. Um, and unless you've yeah, shown yourself to be a danger. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Pretty so. much a perfect background. Yeah. Perfect background for him. Um, then my stats are Strength is 11, Dexterity is 10, Constitution 16, Intelligence 10, Wisdom 16, Charisma 20. I do not have any... I did not grab any magical items that boosted my stats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more about where you put them, you know. Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, exactly, yeah. So Charisma bumps up all the way. I did Wisdom a little as well, because with the War Cleric feat, um, you can use uh, a bonus attack action to attack based on your Wisdom modifier. Cool. So he has a couple bonus actions that he can attack with instead. Um, so for the Warlock, my Eldritch Invocation... Um, Wait, what type of warlock are you? I went pack to the I went blade. I went hexblade. 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 Pack to the blade. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 So like, it's just I can attack twice every time. I, that was me. <laughs> it's the timer, you know. <laughs> I can attack twice. Um, anytime I attack for the two attacks, and I can attack a third time if I want to use the. Uh, um, my the, 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 the war cleric ability uh, a number of times up to my wisdom modifier. Oh yeah. yeah. Then I can again hexblade's curse is going to be on everyone if I have time to set up. Hex could probably be on everyone as well. Yeah. Um, so both those the two things are running at the same time. Um, and so the nice thing about hexblade's curse um, is it crit, crits on a nineteen or twenty, which is really nice. Um, it also because I got um, I think it's called relentless hex. I can, as a bonus action, so this is another, this character has a lot of things you can do with his bonus action. As a bonus action, you can magically teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space you can see within 5 feet of the target cursed by your hexblade. Jesus, stop that, I gotta turn this off now. I got this. Um, you can see by your hexblade. So, if I go and I hexblade's curse 4, just jump around anytime he's running around, or I, hex, or I want to do Loki or something, jump to that Loki, get away mm. from Thor, who's beating the crap Super out of Super effective for uh, fighting gods through space and time. Boom, boom. Exactly, yeah. you just yeah. jump around to them. Yeah. So yeah. I also have Trick- Trickster's Escape as one of my invocations, which means I can cast Freedom of Movement, so I have Freedom of Movement on me the entire time I'm fighting them, so no magically impaired movement or anything like that. Yeah. I'm charmed, and I think Frightened are the two things it gets rid of, it makes you immune to, so that's very nice. Um, and Here's where it starts to get a little crazy. And I have the improved pack weapon, of course, so I can use it as my spellcasting focus so I can cast spells. And so I'll get to my spells in a second, but here's where it starts to get crazy. Because you can never make this character in a party, because it destroys the rest of the party. But what characters are great when they're alone? A character who, because they have Devil's Sight, can see normally... Devil's Sight. Can see normally... Classic (laughs) combo. For those of you at home that don't know what that is, Carl, please tell us. So, Devil's Sight allows you to see normally in darkness both magical and non-magical. Which is very rare to see in magical darkness. It's almost impossible. There's no way Thor and Loki are going to be able to see magical darkness. So, of course, I have the darkness spell. So, cast that. Appropriate for Gorn. Can see magical darkness. I also have called 
this thing called a, a shadow or shroud of shadow. You can cast invisibility at will without expending a spell slot. And this, for me, is it like him morphing into the shadows. Is like the thematic, the flavor. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like morphs away. He's invisible all the time. He moves around a lot. I have this this ability called a cursed specter. It's in the, in the hexblade thing. And when you slay a creature with your with any with any of your you know, that's affected by any of your stuff, it comes back as a specter. So a sh- like a shrouded shadow version of something. So I'm killing people and they're coming back as those shadow beasts. Yeah, you're manifesting like, the symbiotes. Exactly. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. So uh armor of hexes is anytime I hit someone that has my hex blades curse, all of their attack rolls um, have a D6 minus to them. Um, oh, no, no, they have to roll a D6 anytime they hit me, and on a four or higher, they just miss. Oh, wow. Well, I can use my reaction to impose that anytime they hit me. Is so that... it's like one reaction per round, but still. That's an invocation? One of uh, no, that's just a part of the Hexblade Warlock. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. so I've never like, built one that high. So yeah, pretty much yeah. half the Getting time. Getting that high level. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, and then we get to my spells, um, which starts to really round out my character. Um, the Mystic Arcanum for sixth level it took was Circle of Death. And in my mind, this is his version of the God Bomb. It is this big, huge circle of just murder and death that just, if anyone is hit by circle of death, like, you're, you just, you're just dead. You just get ripple out. So that's that. I tried to make a God Bomb by making a Meteor Swarm character. I love that. But you can't get it. Unless you're a wizard or sorcerer, and there's no, I would just, that was gonna be so hard to get to wizard or sorcerer. I tried it with cleric, cleric doesn't get it, I couldn't find it in the warlock, couldn't get it. I tried to make god bomb, circle of death with my god bomb. <laughs> circle of death. Uh, my seventh level arcanum, uh, mystic arcanum is finger of death, just like, it's just his way of just murdering people. Yeah. Like, I probably won't use it very often, but it's just, it's a way of him to like insta kill like, like a god. Finish off a god. Yeah, like yeah. finish off a, exactly. You like die now. It doesn't have to be him slicing. It can be his blade. He shoots out like part of the <laughs> like. He is the blade, so he can just point his finger and let the good blade can just extend from it, and that's kind of the finger of death. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes that sense. sense. Um, then like here's where flavor. it gets. Like, here's the last two where it really rounds out my character as Gore. Demiplane is my eighth level arcana. This means I can create a door that leads to a plane. Of my choosing what it looks like, that is a 30 by 30 enclosed area. That is my shadow realm. Perfect. And why is a 30 by 30 foot enclosed area good for fighting someone? Because then they can't leave the fucking magical darkness that I've created. Mm-hmm. They are Always stuck in, in me. Draw a minute, stuck a, stick a minute, fight a minute. Exactly. Yeah. And then here's the kicker. My ninth level spell is called Blade of Disaster. Do you guys know what Blade of Disaster is? Never no. heard of Me it. Me neither. Which is why I wasn't <laughs> going to make this character at first until I read this. So uh, I have time. I know I'll try and read it and get a good piss. You create a blade-shaped uh, planar rift about three feet long in an unoccupied space you can see within range. The blade lasts for the duration. One minute. When you cast a spell, you can make up to two melee spell attacks with the blade. Each one against a creature, object, whatever, blah, blah, blah. On a hit, it takes 4d12 force damage. So just a super buffed up version of the spiritual weapon. Um, this attack scores a critical on an 18 or higher, meaning my hexblade stuff is triggered more often. Yeah. Um, and on a critical, the blade deals an extra 8d12 force damage. Woo. 
And again, I'm attacking. I'm attacking a lot. I can be attacking yes. three times yeah. a turn. All do you have anything to make you crit better? Um, that does. It, that's it, oh. that drops it to eighteen. Okay. Point. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. And then as a bonus action on my turn, you can move it. To, uh, same thing. Blah 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 blah. Um. And then we will move quickly onto my um my legendary actions. I left. I'm gonna real quick before you get to that. Uh, race. You oh. don't want your race. Yeah. And we need to know what your weapon is. Yep. Okay. Fast. I'm going. I'm going. God, I'm cruising. Yeah. Um. Race. God. Where does it have it on here? Um. Um, I chose, oh, I chose Fallen Asimar. Um, if you want to look at Fallen Asimar. Bonus point. Yes! Aha, because... Was I, that the last one? It was one of the ones you, that I said you might get, anyway. And again, I was a cleric at first, so I took first Honestly, level I took yeah. first level of cleric, and then after was Warlock, so he starts out the godly man that he is, and then becomes the Warlock. 100%. Um, so my weapon, real fast, is I took the Nine Lives Stealer Longsword. Um, this is you gain plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with the magic weapon. The sword has 1d8 plus one charges. If you score a critical hit against a creature that has fewer than 100 hit points, and again, I'm good at crit- critting, um, it must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw or be slain instantly as the sword tears its life force from its body. Nice. Yeah, so every perfect. time it hits, you have to survive a DC. If you have 100 points or if you less than 100 okay. HP. Okay. Oh, it's like finger of frequently death. Yeah. regular oh, yeah. D&D. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So... Again, um, that's my sword. It doesn't have any... It's not cursed, it's not sentient, but it does rip your soul from your body if it kills you, which is kind of how I feel like you kill a god. 100%. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, my legendary actions are my big one, my three cost, is Starry Burst. Um, a burst of astral energy, which could be dark, um, like shadow flares sure. from the, your body. Each creature within 60 feet must, oh, thank you, must make a DC 22 constitution saving throw. 22. On a failed save, the creature takes... Uh, 5d10 force damage and is blinded until the end of its next turn. On a successful t- save, half and not blinded. Um, so that's a big dog around me. I'm a melee person anyway, so people are going to be around me. You blind people near you. Good good stuff. Um, my regular one one action cost is going to be cast a cantrip. And Toll the Dead at this level is like 4d10 damage or something. Toll the Dead's d12s. It, uh, yes, you're right, it is. It's 4d12 if they've been damaged at this level. So, that's a legendary action, 4d12. Yeah. Pretty powerful. Um, and the second one I'm gonna go with, I think it was either cast a spell for three, but I think I'm gonna go with this one for cost two actions. It's another one. You cast invisibility and move up to your walking or flying speed. So it allows you to just get out of combat. Yeah, it's really good. You have a lot of that mm-hmm. good combating gods type stuff. Yes, yeah. and just like getting out of it, because I'm a melee person, and if I want to really move over and murder Loki and get away from Thor, it's easy to do it. You can character. also do a teleport. The one I have. Yeah, yeah. Just, All right, now so I'm going yeah. to really run through fast. So let's say I'm trying to kill a god and he's in a protected place. I go in. I walk in normally. Um, if you get close, you cast either darkness on everyone and then you can see they can't. You go in. You move forward. Or you can, you know, I have dimension door. I can teleport past. I can see in this darkness. So like, or I could put my hexblade curse on an employee. Watch them walk inside. Look through a window. Boom. Teleport to them. Now I'm inside. Now I can kill whoever I want and murder whoever I please. Okay, great. That's my character. Oh, very nice. nice. <laughs> very nice. Very, 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 very Ooh, nice. I feel like you gotta, like, talk fast. You know, this is like, oh, blood on the neck Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Great Gore the God Butchers, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, Face your judgment.
And judging time is upon us. Judgment begins. Okay, so don't judge me. Uh, you guys both did. <laughs> you guys both did a great job. Let me go through what my uh, bonus point potentials are, and you guys can argue if I missed something. Okay? okay. So the first potential was if you had the true resurrection or the wish spell or an ability to cast them through an item or something. The reason being that obviously he brings his daughter back to life at the end of the movie. So it'd be pretty cool if he had the ability to do that. Damn, I was thinking Wish could be the God Bomb. Okay. Well, yeah, but, but I, first of all, God Bomb, you're in. But uh, alternatively, God bomb. alternatively <laughs> in the comics, that doesn't happen. No. What he does is he creates symbiotic versions of his wife and son. His wife, when he goes, starts going crazy and killing all the gods, like deep into that, she calls him a god and he kills his symbiotic wife version. Also, the, just because she says that. Yeah, because he's like he hates All right, being. No God, he's going wild. He's yeah. going wild. And then, and then his son, then his son, um, the symbiotic version of his son, which by the way is not his son at all. It's yeah. just like his deranged symbiotic it's like a version. Yeah. Um, eventually teams up with Thor at like the end of time to come back and kill him. And one of the ways that he does that, I, this has nothing to do with the bonus <laughs> points. It's just cool. Time. But, um, oh, the battle takes but a of time. One of the main things that the son does is he declares <laughs> him the God of hypocrisy Ooh. and prays to him in like thereby making, making him, him a God. Animal. And since his whole thing is destroying gods, it severely weakens him. And it's yeah. pretty freaking, cool yeah. if you ask me so if you had the ability to make symbiote son and wife or son or wife which i don't think any of you guys do really i don't even know what that would be but i mean whatever when i murdered someone and brought him back as a spectre no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> or wish or true rise so you guys didn't get that one okay um i had ex-religious right because he used to worship rapu um in the comics i think it's actually a different god but whatever yeah, um and so i literally had if you are an oathbreaker paladin or a fallen asmr or something along those lines Lines, you get a bonus nice, point. Nice. You got that Fallen for the Fallen ASMR. Well That's done. Carl, Carl, Carl got that extra <laughs> point. Um, All Black Necro Sword is either Parasitic, Cursed, or Sentient. Eric got a bonus mm. point for that. Carl did not. Damn. Um, has the means to travel to the Shadow Realm. You both got a point for that. Okay. Um, and then has the ability to heal himself no. through regenerative <laughs> abilities. Um, Eric got a I bonus mean, point for that. I'm adding in an extra one if you can create the God Bomb because it was my one mm-hmm. underneath it that I didn't include because I thought it was too obscure. Carl gets an extra bonus point for the so God So we bomb. both got three points. So you both uh, get three points. Just real quick, does any of the cleric healing stuff I have count towards the healing? Only if it's a hot. Like, uh, heal over time. Sorry, hot yeah, and yeah, I know. gaming parlance, <laughs> so I'm just explaining. It means it doesn't just heal in a single round. It heals multiple rounds in a row. Or it has some regenerative ability. I don't think so. I mean, if it's on the spare clellist at level two, no. it might be prayer of healing, which helps with short rest healing. Is that okay? No, okay. it's got to be. Yeah, yeah I had a pretty fine. specific thing in mind. That makes sense. Um, okay, so those are the bonus points. Anyway, Gore. I love Gore. Cool character. I, I wish he was cooler in the movies because he's nice. No, no. Okay, so combat effectiveness. You guys are both level twenty. Your legendary actions to me are very um, even. Carl, I think, is so specialized and so good at tracking down and hunting and killing these gods. Um, and Eric, I really love... I, I It's hard to assess your power level yeah. because, like, mm-hmm. bringing all those summons in, it's just, like, this wild thing. So, 
I'm I'm gonna get into kind of more distinction between the two of you, but honestly, I think you're both super super strong. I mm. don't really know how to distinguish yeah, well enough. It's tough, and I think I'm gonna give you both a, a nine. I would even give you a ten. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know what the bar is, so I'm giving you both a nine. Maybe we can rework it after the combat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm giving you both a nine. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then out of combat effectiveness, uh, I am going to give Carl the bump here because just to me, the way he described all of the ways that he can track down... I mean, it's a little bit of combat, it's a little bit out of combat, but for what Gore is doing in his mission and purpose in life, I feel like Carl put a lot of effort and thought into figuring out how Gore would go about doing all of these things. Um, He's so, a murder man. So I'm going to give, uh, in that category, I'm going to give Carl a 9 and Eric an 8. Um, in uniqueness, uh, I am going to give uh, Eric the bump in uniqueness. Does it have to be a druid? <laughs> it has a lot to do with being a druid. But that was my stipulation. It was a stipulation, but he leaned. I he also did. had he leaned one hard. cleric, which yeah, he basically... He leaned yes. hard. He has a cleric. Uh, it's the barbarian. Also, I just love the idea of, first of all, summoning stuff is a really important part of the character. Yeah. But... Like, Carl, your Gore the God Butcher is, like, the regular movie version, mm -hmm. right? So, like, but bringing out all that ability to summon, really leaning into it, to me, like, really leaned on a unique way to build Gore mm -hmm. rather than just being the guy with a sword who tracks and people fights. So. Yes, I would have specters with me. Um, most of the time. Yeah. And I do have the um, uh, spiritual weapon, which can take the form of anything. I kind of imagine that as the Shadow Beast. No, that's very true. That's very true. I think he just like built the whole, the whole character thing. around it, of course. which like to me is a cool way to build the character. Trust me, that's like, If I had been imposed six levels of Druid, I think you'd have gotten six levels of Druid. Really? You know what I mean? And then I'd have gone more martial, because that's just um, my conception of him. Okay. So I really like that he leaned super hard into it. Yeah, me too. Um, and so for Eric, I'm going to give um, an eight in uniqueness. Carl, I'm going to give you the seven. Okay. And oh then... God, here we go. Uh, <laughs> and so I believe you're tied. Yeah. yeah you're tied all the way even through. With <laughs> and it's good that it comes down to trueness, because I love the trueness to character thing. Yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you a couple things. Um, Carl, I liked your race, and I liked your background slightly okay. better. Okay. Um, Eric, I liked your choice of weapon slightly better. Mm -hmm. I think it just fit like a little bit more into the niche. And, you know... I looked up all the gods he killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, picked the items based well, on. He probably killed way more than that. Um, it's like, all the named ones. Exactly, yeah. That's just the ones that are caught yeah. on the page, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it, it, there's just so much in each of your sheets yeah. that is so good oh, and so oh. true to character. I am. My sword devours souls. Mine rips the life force. Mine rips the soul out of your body. What do you mean? It's the same thing. Simic hybrid. It I says, have. It a says, the life force from symbiote. <laughs> well, that's actually not going to be helpful because somebody does it. Uh, so I am going to give the slight edge to Carl. Oh! I'm going to give it. I'm going to. It's going to be a 10 to a 9. And the, the reason, and the reason for that is I just, yeah, the, the hex blade, the lean into it, I mean, it's just really strong. Uh, I think it just fits the theme so well. And I really like your spell selection. I think it went really, mm -hmm. it was really, really appropriate mm -hmm. with it. I liked the curation of the legendary actions. I liked the one that you found. Um, I mean, for, oh, me, shit. for me, they were both great <laughs> characters. Carl's going to uh, slightly edge Eric out. In this all right, one. I'm going to come back into it once again. My <laughs> Combat effectiveness. 
I will tell you, is way better. <laughs> Summoning is actually insane. I couldn't go into it as much as I would. Yeah, I mean, you both got nine. <laughs> but I would I slaughter know. you in combat. Just watching. <laughs> Carl has so much mobility. I know you have some, too. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. <laughs> Just watching the face. <laughs> the cool thing, too, is these characters are so different. Yeah, I'm, that's why I was super excited for this. Nobody session. understands how good my characters are in combat. <laughs> Tied? Uh, 24 constrictor snakes. Yeah, but I just fly, dude. Not <laughs> no, there's twenty. I could do twenty four flying snakes. Yeah, not an example I use. Oh wait, on the flying pigs, <laughs> space pigs. <laughs> flying snakes have an ability to just leave a square without taking an opportunity, and they have insane speed. You can literally send twenty four of them. They all do. 3d4 damage and then back them up. Yeah, can they, can they see invisibility? I know, and they can grapple. One of the things that he does with his necrotic stuff mm -hmm. in the movie he grabs is grapple. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. I think the big problem comes anyway, down to Anyway, my combat effectiveness is I just, higher. I was too... I was... It was taken from me, Carl! <laughs> <laughs> I think what it really comes down to is the can, darkness, I, magical I, darkness. I'm invisible most of the time. It's also magical darkness. It's a 30 by 30 I area. Can you can fight it out. anything because of the options that you have. You, you're you really good at fighting one-on-one. -on -one. Which, I'm only fighting Thor, Gore, or... No, but this is combat effectiveness in general. <laughs> oh, I can yes. tailor my combat to anything. Yeah, that's true. Except for me. Uh, yeah, I was thinking, you know, <laughs> yeah, when I think about it, I think about it very, yeah, specifically to the... What's happening? You know what? What would he would be doing? So yeah, he doesn't want to fight. I mean, you guys dogs. tied in that. It wasn't. Like, yeah. you both got nine. It hurts. I'm saying very fair. Mine should have been at least a ten. Huh? I think we're, <laughs> I think we're both pretty good. I think we're both even. All right, all right. We're this was uh, all right. I'm the worst. This? Can I say this? this I'm was the, the worst one for me by far. <laughs> this is that was ridiculous. Very ridiculous. My combat was all right. <laughs> so. Next week, yeah, we are doing Loki. Yes, and Carl and Kyle are making. We are. I am judging. Yep. Level fifteen, Loki. Yeah, level fifteen. Wow. Well, right, should we get into? Should we do our impositions real quick? Um, How many? Do you fast five, five just toss them on here. I can cut it if we want. I thought it was six. Yeah. Six is what five, we know because well, they're eight. They're, they're only 15. level fifteen. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to building Loki. My stipulation for you, Carl, yeah. is that Loki must be at least five levels of artificer. Ooh, I love that. Intelligence-based. He's always using little gadgets. Well, not little gadgets. Massively powerful things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he has, like, uh, you know, he uses technology frequently. Uh, arcane technology, right? Just like an artificer. Yeah. To bolster and enhance his powers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, mine for you. Is going to be five levels of rogue, with my thought being he's kind of like an arcane arcane trickster, not meaning you have to take the subclass. He is a trickster by nature. Literally, I mean, Loki via, is via his, the trickster. Via his the archetypal <laughs> classes for Loki would be bard or rogue, right? Yeah, so, like I think that's right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, sure. yeah. Although yeah. rogue without arcane trickster feels a little strange, but I'm not making you take it. Can't do that. But at least five rogue. Yeah, absolutely. All right, okay. I'm in, and that's it. Um. I'm excited for next week. Yeah, Loki. See y'all then. Love you, kids. Give me the crazy. Bye. <laughs> Give me the crazy, Loki. <laughs>